Welcome to the Maitripa College podcast. Maitripa College is a Buddhist institution of higher education, founded by Yangtze Rinpoche in 2005 in Portland, Oregon. We offer two graduate degree programs, a Master of Arts in Buddhist Studies and a Master of Divinity degree, as well as classical Tibetan language studies year-round and through a summer intensive format. Founded upon three pillars of scholarship, meditation, and service, the Maitripa College curriculum combines Western academic contemplative learning and traditional Tibetan Buddhist disciplines. Through the development of wisdom and compassion, our graduates are empowered with a sense of responsibility to work joyfully for the well-being of others. They become agents of positive change in the world and are shaping the development of Buddhism in the West. As scholar practitioners, chaplains, professional translators, doctoral degree candidates, leaders in the nonprofit world, educators, and more. We invite you to join us to make your practice your life. In this week's episode, taken from a talk given at Dharma Friendship Foundation, Yangtze Rinpoche discusses integrating wisdom and compassion to connect with others on a human level and references the example of His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama of Tibet. So today we'll talk about a little bit about compassion and uh, <coughs> and uh, emptiness. You know, maybe then we look at in our daily life how much we, how you say, uh, all these concepts and all these ideas, how much we <coughs> actualize. Okay, so maybe we'll discuss this. So, so now let's talk with the compassion. And compassion, uh, we all agree, is wonderful things, <laughs> wonderful things to do it. Now the que- in today's a question comes when it's a practical level, when we're engaging, and it arises many different, I mean like, uh, I mean, like, uh, when you're engaging into the compassion, there's a two individuals' karma involving. And when the two individuals' karma involving, it's not clear-cut. The compassion makes it generally very clear-cut. It's wonderful to do it. But when the two individuals' karma involves, it's too complicated. There's a complex. Uh, so, you know, basically, in such a case, not compassion, kind of, kind of like a naive compassion. So, so we are, we have kind of this naive compassion. There is a compassion, kind of like a, like a skillful means. Also, now it comes here. It, it, it kind of wants to reach with the individual's karma. Now the compassion have to kind of like navigate through the karmic chaos. You know, we have to navigate through. Okay, so here. So, so, the, so now the general, what happens is uh, in a s- such a case, once we face condition, how we prepare for that, okay? 
uh, uh, we know all thing way to is these all the yield sign and stop signs and <laughs> intersections will be there they won't none of these will be there okay is there will be like a learning process how to navigate through this karmic chaos there's no such a things so so basically what will be the preparation will be there okay the preparation will be like a basically our own preparation is not so much focusing into the detail you know we might we might think the preparation will be like all the kind of like when you go to exam you have all these questions you kind of like <laughs> get through and kind of re rehearsal all the questions and then somehow one of the, those questions will come into the intersection and you're going to answer there's no such a things like that for compassion compassion meditation okay so so basically able to navigate through this karmic chaos about two individual situation i think the preparation will be fundamental our i say like our daily meditation in compassion okay so that that will be like and uh, that meditation in compassion have to be specifically done true to the, this individual person or this meditation in compassion is like a very broad okay so if this meditation and compassion is very specifically drawn to the specific things i'm not sure it will be it will be limited so our daily practice of meditation and compassion should be a really broad broad in terms i'm doing going to do a compassion meditation for this individual kind of individualizing compassion meditation will not going it will pretty much contradicts with the compassion practice okay so but our common thinking like okay if i'm going there i should bring that subject here and rehearsal and go there and so i can navigate through that so compassion is looks like it's the minute you get very narrowed down when you become very specific somehow it doesn't works okay so so now let's go like an example like his holiness like any time when he give a public talk or anything there's a one theme he will kind of very consistent is almost like a script like all the time he will say that but of course obviously it's not script but i think what you hear is like basically one sentence that he will say like we all same <laughs> we're in a superficial level different but we're all human level same so there's a, this you can hear a lot from such as his holiness which will be the example of individual person who are practicing compassion so so that what really give us is something that way we connect with the world and way we connect with the humanity we are not going to connect with a superficial level the difference the the, the titles the the all this maybe the question comes maybe we should have some research how human interacts how human connects how family each other connects how community each other connects and in very much consistency we will connect with a status <coughs> in tibetan we have this kind of hierarchy in the family in the, quite a lot quite often in england there's this name what you call something i'm some of my friend in in england they say like they have some hierarchy in there <laughs> so so basically 
basically, I think as an individual person, how we connect with the inner world in generally. I think that's, uh, that's, I think, the fundamental foundation of a meditation of compassion. So like there's a, this kind of like a very, in a basic, in human level of a connection rather than the, the superficial level. I think meditation of compassion is basic. It's not so much thinking about that they're suffering and pain, but how we connecting. I think this is the fundamental. Somehow in the meditation, the meditation of compassion is so much how you connect, the way you connect with, the way you connect connectivity. You're, you're kind of like exercising and rehearsing or strengthening that you're going to connect with all people with a very in a basic in human level. You know, it's a, one time his holiness mentioned, even I see one homeless people, uh, I meet governor, I, I don't feel that much different. <laughs> it's just, uh, just I'm, I'm seeing this human, one human being. And I think this is, I think, of course, he, that doesn't mean he ignores the governor part, he ignores the homeless part. It doesn't mean that. But the main that is kind of like a way we, way we connect in a step number one. The governor will become secondary. Homelessness becomes maybe secondary. And the humanness is becomes the fundamental first. So I think a meditation of compassion is not so much thinking about suffering and disadvantage, and I think where we're developing the connection. Okay. So, so once this, I think once we have a utilized very good way we connect with each other, it's not about very conditional and very, is that's, I think, uh, fundamental. So usually in the Lamrim and everything, Texas is like, well, we all same, we all, we are, we all in the same journey. <laughs> we all in the same journey. Uh, so that's basically some way to kind of like bringing into the fundamental level. Okay, so meditation of compassion is so much about to seeing, pretty much comes to like some kind of equanimity, something that uh, you know. <clears throat> okay, uh, one time in Iceland, His Holiness was a coming. You know, socialist countries are not too much hierarchy basis, you know? <laughs> and. Uh, it's always coming, and uh, the the group of my friend they are organizing the his holiness visit in Iceland, and Iceland is so strong socialist country, and they, you know you can see their president in in a grocery store or swimming pool, or there's no kind of police and these kind of things. It's very like a very normal. Okay, you are, you're doing that, okay, but you we all the same citizen of the country. <laughs> they have so. So the group were uh, having some kind of meeting. Okay, he's only arriving. In, so in, in Iceland, when he's in Iceland, he don't get, he do, like America, there's all this kind of police. There's just this regular, you know, stop sign, you stop. Exactly same, everybody's same. You, there's no like a special kind of things. The country doesn't function in that. They don't have such a system. So it's like a regular car, you stop in stop sign, and you know, like just as like everybody, like same thing. So. So, but the only thing like uh, the, the students wants to bring his holiness from, you know, when he arrives and not as a going through regular, I say, you know, you go through, it's getting something quick he can get out. <laughs> and one of my students, she was using the word BIP. 
this world we are, and there's one Iceland guy, and he kind of we're discussing on the way like half an hour ago, and he said like, what is BIP? <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. He said, like, in the middle of the things, like, behind you, behind So he said, what is behind you? <laughs> also, yeah. So, so, you know, like, uh, he's a native uh, Icelandic guy, and, you know, like, you know, such a thing doesn't exist, you know, such a thing, you know, there's no BIP. <laughs> Either everybody's a BIP or everybody's no BIP. <laughs> so it was a really... Uh, <clears throat> So, so anyway, I think, uh, so there's a, this kind of like a openness, basically. Once our mind gets so much these different layers, I think we get naturally nervous and, and, uh, and basically this is better, this is worse, I'm, I'm worse, most time I'm not good enough than that one, <laughs> the most time. So the compassion meditation is basically, fundamentally, that one, like how you connect it. And that's, you know, that's also how you connect with yourself, how you connect with that. Once we, once we, once we kind of like uh, grounded that well, the, all the problems that we usually go through, I'm not better, I'm comparison, in all that layers, the story that we go through, or <clears throat> you know, so, uh, so, so therefore, like, <clears throat> uh, <coughs> in the monasteries, the rinpoches have also hierarchy within the rinpoches. Then there's like, a, not because you are your grades are higher, geshel harampa or nothing, no, because your previous life, what kind of title you have, <laughs> sometimes there's like complex. <laughs> <laughs> one time in the monastery, we have two two Rinpoche, you know, one is uh, in this lifetime, he have a more higher standard. And another Rinpoche is a higher standard, his previous lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, there's a how the sitting have some tension happen, <laughs> some tension happen. So, you know, I was uh, kind of, okay, then I met him, you know, like, I said, like, don't argue, why are you argue, you know, like, just, just leave it, you know, like, if you're just starting to make noise and you know, everybody will say, like, you know, tell you, you both are very silly. And, you know, people are not starting to believe into these one things, you know, like in the monastery, even the system is happening like that, but the new generations are not so much believing into this one. But there's an old generation and they're st still trying to keep the tradition. So, so he got kind of squeezed between these two. And I told him, like, just leave it, you know, like, you know, they will they will make a joke on you like them this who's sitting high up this don't this hierarchy just 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 don't pay attention <laughs> then he told me maybe you don't have that position <laughs> so anyway uh, so this you know like basically it is a really fundamentally meditation uh, compassion is uh, basically developing human psychology fundamental foundation a way to develop human psychology it's not kind of religious and it's not about kind of pacific things you know sometimes we feel like maybe it's a very, very pacific things so okay so so this is basically uh, in basically it's not about usually compassion sounds like a something like a suffering and but I think meditation and compassion is a fundamental it comes how we connect. Connecting without agenda, connecting without 
title or aspect or something you know, just connecting connecting and then really that's you know how I connect with myself you know this whole thing we develop this will becomes the fundamental foundation of how we strengthen our human emotion human psychology you know human conscious okay this kind of like an economy so there's all these conventional layers you are able to overcome okay so so basically now this is a kind of like a almost like the <clears throat> nutrition in almost like the strength of health health of our awareness basically in, in a way to say the health of our human emotion maybe human emotion human awareness okay uh, <clears throat> so now if individual person who have that kind of I say awareness or habit or mentality and then maybe now okay now there's a individual karmic issue okay what happens here okay this individual karmic issue an individual karmic issue this person is a well prepared usually individual karmic situation happens you bring all the those conventional specific things because this person's at the beginning you are not buying into these kind of specific things you are really kind of ease with these specific things you are not ignoring, but you are not buying into those specifically. It's not the, the core value of the how you're connecting with it. So specific will be there, but it won't become hindering for the individual's karmic, individual karmic situation connection. You know, so they will be like, basically, compassion without a distraction, basically. Let me say, like, once the individual have a, that kind of like a, very fundamental way of a connecting happen, then usually, you know, we are intended that compassion get distracted, distracted by the individual karmic situations. And then, you know, like this distraction take over and we get really comp complicated, okay? <clears throat> so basically what happened is it's kind of slow downs your, you know, like uh, your good intention. It slow down the distraction craze. So, so basically, fundamentally, uh, in a general practice, your own meditation, you have this kind of like a very broad and very kind of like a way you're connecting. You develop that very strong. And uh, when it comes to individual level, because of the strength of that compassion, will never get distracted with the, all these small detail things. Small detail things can be transform, able to transform, able to navigate, able to transform, able to navigate, able to kind of, it doesn't become a barrier between your action and what you want to do. So I think that's the kind of like the, uh, <clears throat> you know, so basically how, how you, like for example, <clears throat> Sometime in, in a like a in a conversation or you're having meeting and uh, you know some individual can have a strong opinion which is can be totally contradict with your own ideas. But usually what happens is that you kind of take oh he or she negating my idea and this kind of separation we kind of creating. Uh, I think, and, and then this is a, okay, conventionally there's a something happening, yes, that's true, but what is happening is that 
we should acknowledge and not ignore is very important. Compassion is not telling ignore that what's happening. We should pay attention, but compassion is basically thing is don't get distracted with that one. Okay. Also, you need to see this as a person who are having totally different opinion about ideas. Let's see as a, this is a person, and and uh, you know usually I think we look at in psych, human psychic you know, when you have like a narrow mind, we almost kind of like a squeeze together that that different idea and the person who have that person and we kind of like a really package together and like a really kind of negate you know uh, so anyway <clears throat> uh, so key thing over here is uh, this kind of like a broad connection is I think the way you con compassion is not so much about the suffering thinking about the suffering compassion is about how you're connecting how you connect, how you connect, how you connect, okay. <clears throat> so, uh, so now, maybe it, it may comes to, maybe if we look at it in our human awareness, you know, so meditation, for example, meditation, so, if you look at human awareness, our daily mental function and the meditation. So basically, I think these two practice, these two activities should cover all our human awareness ground. So basically, what I'm trying to say is, what was happening is, in like in 24 hours in our awareness, usually what's happening is all the time hitting into the details. It's all the detail oriented. It's all the time kind of like a. Un, maybe unorganized, detail-oriented, <laughs> maybe chaos, detail-oriented. Okay, so it's kind of like in one area. So our meditation should be like a counterbalance, something that broadening. Our meditation get also kind of detail kind of things. It is maybe we're not covering, we're not bringing the, all the healthy. You know, it's all things like, like when you do yoga posture, when you scratch this one, you also need to scratch this one part. <laughs> you only scratch one part. And <laughs> so is this kind of counterbalancing meditation should be like in our meditation, should seeing like counterbalance, counterbalancing our human awareness. So our daily life is so much chaos detail oriented. <laughs> Sometimes quite sophisticated. Most of the time, it's like <laughs> it's like a rough landing. <laughs> oh, not sure where it's going to land. Oh, luckily it landed safely. <laughs> okay. So, in a meditation, it have to be not a detail oriented. It need to be broadened. It need to be expansion. So that's have to be kind of kind of the balance. Okay, and. <clears throat> And, and it's almost like all the time you we're thinking is like a counterbalance. It's like a, you know, like a, like for example, <clears throat> if if our mind is too chaos, too chaos, then maybe in meditate part of the meditation, maybe time being like just kind of like a, not engaging, just not engaging, not looking for something to remedy or something to, you know, it's just kind of like it's all. Somehow we need to, if we want to train meditation, I think we need to really study our behavior of our awareness. Individual study is not in the text and says 
individual, like like a, like our body. You know, I'm trying this, I'm trying. Oh, maybe this has happened. Maybe it's wrong. But anyway, this is a really important self awareness. Very very important. Not just going to the text and just trying to get something get from there. This is lots of lots of kind of like a learning of your awareness. We're trying to learn our body. Still, we are trying to kind of taking medicine or something. But still, most important, if you want to stay healthy, the individual person needs to really pay attention what your body is saying. Not so much giving like, oh, doctor told me that, and then you're, that's a little bit lazy, I think. <laughs> giving entire to doctor. Giving entire to Buddha Dharma Sangha, <laughs> now you have to take care of me. It, it, it doesn't work. So the, 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 the kind of like learning and assessing awareness of your own mind behavior. Like, oh, uh, why this? Today is a little bit different. Why? So, like, I think this kind of like attention will be really important. Okay. <clears throat> So, so basically, some meditation should become your session of a meditation. Just be a really quiet. Even if you drop your broadness, brow, you know, like a wave of connection. Even then, just totally silent, totally silent, totally silent. Okay. Yeah, it sounds really good, but it's never become silent. <laughs> How to make a silent? How to mute my mind? <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so, so um, you know, obviously it is a, you know, in the early time when I trying to learn English, I don't know when I, since 1970s, Kopan from the <laughs> EPB time. So anyway, uh, you know, there is, a, there is a, some kind of like, uh, how I can, if I memorize like 300 vocabulary, <laughs> I have, sometimes I thought something like that, I'll just memorize, because we are trained to memorize, I'll, I'll memorize like, <laughs> but it is, it is not, uh, memorization is also is gives you, a, you know, vocabulary memorization, but that's mostly like how you kind of like implement and how you interact with the words and that practice, that practice, that interaction, that practice, okay, so, so basically, I think we need to, we need to learn how to silent, able to create inner silence. What should I do externally? What should I do internally? Okay, tomorrow morning I want to have a silent meditation. What should I prepare for that? Okay, so we have to have a, externally what should I prepare? You know, like, and then that externally pe preparation will give us really good internal preparation also. Okay, so this is like lots of uh, thinking ahead. You know, you just sit down and tell you want to have inner silence. That kind of like a pressuring our mind. There's no way. You know, the mind is anytime it get pressure. Anytime it get pressure, it reacts. It reacts. Okay. Okay. So, so anyway, now that's kind of like a meditation of a compassion. Usually, introduced as a like a kind of reflection in some kind of suffering, but this is not necessarily. Kind of like a way to connecting fundamentally. Okay. <clears throat> uh, now the question comes. Uh, meditation of emptiness. <laughs> meditation of emptiness. Emptiness. Uh, um, and what is the relation with uh, meditation of compassion? Okay. 
Okay, emptiness. Emptiness. <clears throat> What you think emptiness meditation? <laughs> I think it's um, you were talking about this uh, like basic connection mm -hmm. between people. There's uh, this kind of like temporary mm -hmm. differences. Is is the emptiness aspect? Okay. <clears throat> Hmm. Now we are talking about the detail-oriented versus more basic fundamental connection. So maybe now meditation of emptiness is uh, one of the wisdom which we overcome from this habit of a chaos detail-oriented, <laughs> chaos detail-oriented. <laughs> Okay, so basically what's happening over here, meditation of emptiness is, uh, you know, how we kind of undo this kind of habit. Had a habit of a chaos detail oriented. Okay, Our mind is moving so fast, mind is making different conclusions so fast, and uh, there's this kind of like a Projection, you know, is happening so fast. Everything's okay. Mind is very fast and projecting, and it is a really, you know, fast editing lab. It editing very quickly. <laughs> it's edited. It gets the information. It gets the things. It gets edited. It's put together. <laughs> editing is is a, it's a it's it gets its own editing and. Uh, it publishes and the, the reader gets, <laughs> reader is yourself and you get scared and you want to, you know, obviously you want to do where, where you want, where you want to edit it. <laughs> In the most time we, we edit it like more scary, you know, more kind of like, okay, this is like basically, <clears throat> basically from lumbering point of view, the, the, our mind does, ed, my, our minds Edited the samsara in three things: <laughs> how you relate with your friends, how you relate with your enemy, and how you relate with the stranger. So basically, three themes. <laughs> it goes is edited into that in that way. So meditation of emptiness is a basically way to developing some kind of discipline. This editing process, <laughs> you know. So so here. You know, it is, it is a, how you say, <clears throat> unregulated editing process and meditation emptiness maybe regulates <laughs> that. Anyway, uh, it is very interesting when you, when you watch CNN, how they tell the story and how you, when you listen to Fox, how they tell the story. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, so anyway, meditation over emptiness over here, the word use emptiness, okay? Uh, but in a fundamentally, it is a basically uh, that it, it's kind of like a meditation of emptiness is kind of developing kind of like a uh, ethic basis of awareness. It's kind of like the, this wisdom is kind of developing because, you know, we can regulate external things. 
okay? Like the body, the house, the external. The how to regulate mind is so complex. Like, for example, today's world, you know, like when it comes to the cyber in, in, internet, the regulation becomes kind of vague. It's kind of, kind of, kind of complicated. This un, unvisible phenomenon when it comes up is very complicated. It's, it's, it's same with meditation with emptiness. It's so much how to develop the ethic and the discipline and the, and the some kind of like a structure or I'm not I'm sure structure or, you know basically is 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 a <clears throat> is a basically meditation of emptiness is a basically kind of like a wisdom watchdog for our mind <laughs> no no you are making superimposing. <laughs> You are you are exaggerating. <laughs> you are exaggerating. You are superimposing. You know all that things. Meditation of emptiness is, a, you know, one thought. You know, like a one instant of a thought shoots. Here it have all this exaggeration, fabrication, and all these different layers. Okay, so meditation of emptiness is a basically. Uh, um, in, a, in, a, in another way to look at it, you know, every these day our house have a, you know, the temperature you put in a certain level and then it's a regulator. And then it keeps not drop down and not, you know. It's a wisdom, meditation and wisdom is almost some kind of that really keeps the function of our awareness into uh, this kind of like a really balance. Okay, it's just like a, it doesn't drops in, in a nihilistic, it doesn't kind of go, shoots up into the superimposition, you know, so, but still there's a, some kind of <laughs> movement still happening. So wisdom, meditation of emptiness is a basically the wisdom that constantly kind of, at the beginning, yeah, we need to, uh, at the beginning, almost like a, we are, I say, hand-picking cherry kind of style, whatever the headlines of the, your emotion over today. <laughs> so you're kind of taking with that, you know, you're kind of like, okay, you know, ego have an opinion and wants to say something, but, you know, kind of coming down and trying to kind of balance and kind of bringing into a... So, so at the beginning, we might have that, but the, in a... And again, it might have a two layers of a meditation, what we're facing in, and again, the same question, are we get detail-oriented detail or we do same like a compassion meditation, we should kind of keep abroad, you know, this kind of like, you can have the same kind of question. And again, I, I feel, <coughs> I feel uh, in our daily practice, in our daily meditation, it should be, again, not necessarily cherry-picking kind of detail-oriented, not necessarily. It have to be abroad. It have to be a, in you know our own sitting practice, meditation practice, sitting practice meditation. It have to be a, some kind of broad, abroad in terms over here, is a basically if you're doing a meditation over emptiness, is a basically. You know, basically, you are you are kind of like a distinning kind. Uh, how you say? Uh, You know, usually in a meditation of emptiness, 
is uh, you know some of the terminology yamcha nangatabo jitut gumatabo yamcha nangatabo yamcha nangatabo is meditated meditated equipose as a like a space as a, like a space in basically our awareness is a basically kind of pulling out from the detail kind of behavior and it's kind of like a much more spacious awareness yamcha nangatabo spacious awareness uh, uh, <clears throat> so, so basically, what what's happening is in, in meditation of uh, meditation of emptiness is uh, usually, if you look at in our mind how it functions, is is a kind of like a function in the logic and reasons. This is that. This is that. The, it have its own reason. A reason can be not necessarily, you know, valid, but it it's, it's so much. You know, it is a, it is a constantly kind of like assessing, and it kind of interacts. You know, anyway, our brains kind of like constantly active. It's it's moves with a, some kind of like a, you know, perspective, some reason. It's constantly, constantly working with a. You know, like basically like, you know, feedback, mm-hmm. feedback basis of. Our awareness functions so much in feedback basis of uh, functioning. It's almost like the bat when it's traveling. It is a kind of like a, it is a moving through feedback. So we, our awareness is in some way like a bat. It's a feedback basis kind of like. So meditation of emptiness is where can can we take it out all the wall <laughs> and without feedback. You know this. I saw one documentary. One young guy he developed similar like through the noise. He he does. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. 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 Building. Say so he don't. He, he have some cancer with his eyes, so he both blind. But he go do everything with a like clicking, click, clicking, click, like clicking. So, so. So our awareness, the meditation of emptiness is a very much similarly like that. I mean, like meditation of emptiness is like, can we function our awareness not in a feedback basis, okay, basically? Because a feedback basis is a very limited, isn't it? It is like constantly you have the, that bouncing area, okay? So spacious awareness over here is a basically uh, not kind of functioning based on a feedback. Let me put this way, not functioning based on a feedback. You know, our awareness is also like a radar. It is a kind of bouncing in some way. The minute I sees the thought process, and it is kind of like a, you know. <clears throat> so measuring the emptiness is a basically uh, trying to not limiting in the kind of function of awareness is based on a, in a feedback kind of thing. Okay, so. That kind of like open up more further of our awareness. It is kind of expanded our awareness. It's an expansion of our awareness is basically kind of seeds of all the growth. Okay, it doesn't limit it. So meditation of emptiness is something that. So so basically, what it is doing is in the process. What it is doing is there is a like a, a mental projection which creates these bouncing uh, walls okay so here 
meditation emptiness is really trying to kind of like a deconstructing these walls, mental projected walls, into the, all the interaction that we, what we make it, and trying to deconstruct that, and able to function our awareness without kind of feedback kind of thing, okay, spacious awareness. <clears throat> so that becomes a really uh, creates, you know, infinite potential, infinite potential for our awareness to growth, okay? So that's kind of like the meditation emptiness plays important role into the compassion practice. And compassion practice can be also plays important role into the meditation of emptiness. Meditation emptiness is not so much, okay, I know emptiness, this word is very nihilistic. Basically, look at from this one, feedback situation. And that's basically, our pretty much our mind is thoughts also kind of like a, Feedback, is that true or am I just making up? <laughs> is this, yeah, it's a feedback kind of thing. So it's kind of like, so, so meditation emptiness is basically trying to deconstruct that kind of mental wall. And uh, when I saw this documentary, this young guy was amazing. He, he does, he played basketball. I think uh, one challenge he faced when there's a, like a ground was a dig and something he had one kind of challenge that sometimes he is not able to get the right feedback. That's amazing. He, he plays basketball, he skateboards and everything and just I think they say he was the only in the human human history, only the one he, he naturally developed that uh, Echolocation, yeah. It's amazing, you know, like, uh, I don't know how these, uh, some individuals, they have like a very tremendous kind of like a, one part of their brain or whatever they're doing, they develop that strength. Uh, And this is, this is related to the memory. These are some brain, different, different, have a, the, the quality of a memory. They, they memorize. I, I saw one documentary, it says amazing brain or something. And this, he can memorize the numbers as like a computer. Almost like same kind of like a, a, the apprehension quality, like seem like, and he learned language in four days or something like that. <laughs> All the language. <laughs> I think we should recruit all these tremendous brain <laughs> and put into the meditation. <laughs> and he will do shine in one week or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, I, th I was like amazing. These, these are <clears throat> okay. Uh, so now, that now, okay. Uh, now, in the general meditation, what is meditation? You know, so I was reading some texts. You know, of course, you know, I read that text many times. And one time, it says like, if you don't realize emptiness, you are just 
unmature, you are child. <laughs> you are child, you are unmature, you are just like nothing. <laughs> that text puts you down so much if you don't realize emptiness. It's kind of like painful text. <laughs> Grown up, you are trying to read, oh, I know someone. Then he tells like, you don't realize emptiness, you are nobody, you are just totally ignorant, <laughs> you are this and that. <laughs> so, so now, uh, now, now the question comes like, okay, um, you know, okay, when we say, we talked about compassion, meditation, meditation, emptiness, and now what's the general meditation, what, if we talk about general meditation, what, you know, under the compassion meditation and the meditation emptiness still falls under the category of meditation, concept of meditation, okay. What is a meditation? What is a meditation? Now we are, what is a med what we are trying to do? Meditation is what we are trying to do over here, okay? <clears throat> so this is the question, okay? So, and why are we doing meditation? Maybe it's more important than why we are doing meditation may give a better idea what is a meditation. <laughs> you know? Uh, oh, I think one of the talk shows I saw one of the guests trying to teach breathing meditation for all the audience. <laughs> like the, three times the, all the audience doing that. <laughs> In the, one of the talk shows. I think, I think these days there's a, this kind of people who create different meditation gadgets. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's all this coming and... Uh, and then one of these guys came into the and then you know interviewing and and then he trying to teach meditation for the, all the you know regular talk shows. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so usually if you ask why I'm meditating because mind is chaos, so I need to meditate. You might say that's okay. Mind is chaos. <coughs> is this the really? Are we getting the clear reason why we are meditating, or because my mind is chaos, so I'm just meditating? Are we are we kind of making sense, or real? Are we really getting? Uh, I'm seeing doctor because I'm not feeling well. Just saying that, or I'm seeing doctor because I have a headache, or I have a specific things that I I, I, I I'm I'm fully aware what's happening. So I'm seeing not only doctor, I'm seeing this specific doctor. We can say, I'm not feeling good, so let's general checkup. <laughs> are we doing our meditation as a general checkup, or are we trying to see the specialist? <laughs> you know, so that's, I think, the really important part. Like, why, why are we doing meditation? You know, like, sometimes in India, we just go to see a doctor. There's one doctor, <laughs> everything he just injects, <laughs> injection. <laughs> and there's one doctor, he came to monastery in his and... Uh, he, he doesn't believe into the pharmaceutical medicine. He's really, he said, drink hot water. <laughs> drink hot water. <laughs> so, headache, drink hot water. Stomach, drink hot water. <laughs> and he's like, uh, the, the, the people use the joke for him. And then he'll tell like, even my wife gets sick. I'm not going to give this medicine. He will tell that. <laughs> These medicines are not good. Don't take. He said, drink hot water. Drink more water. <laughs> Uh, so, 
So anyway, so I think the most important part is almost like a, why why I'm meditating. I think that's the fundamental question. And uh, you know, oh, my mind is so chaos. Oh, my mind is so chaos. Uh, that's again, I think uh, it may in a kind of answer, but I'm not sure it is a fully answer. You know, that really, why we are chaos does have to be, we have to find a very, 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 very important part of the why we are meditating. We need to find out why is the chaos. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> usually why I'm chaos because he, my friend <laughs> says go out. <laughs> okay, so obviously, uh, so usually in a, in a, you know, basically, become chaos because we caught, we bought, we buy the story. <coughs> we bought the story. Uh, we bought the, what you call the, the gossip m m newspaper, what you call it? People magazine. People no. magazine or National Enquirer. <laughs> so, so basically, almost like uh, we are buying these things. Okay. Why? Why am chaos? Because, uh, <laughs> because I believe in in, in a national inquiry. <laughs> you know, basically, you know, that's uh, that's the pretty much uh, was a <laughs> was a it was a 1997. I went to work for seven years at Tibet, the movie, and. Uh, and uh, we were there for like Argentina for six months. It was like it was a hard time. <laughs> it was a really boring time. <laughs> and uh, after after you know, we finished the things, and uh, and people say, "Oh, Seven Years Tibet movie was so nice, so wonderful." And for me, I'm not able to watch even like uh, half an hour because I know it's all fake. <laughs> I do You know, when I see people say, "Oh, so nice movie." I don't know, like, really? <laughs> you know, because I, I know the behind the scene. And I, I, have no, I have no patience to watch Seven Years Tibet because I was there and I know it's, I cannot buy the story. <laughs> I, and of course it's a true story, but somehow my, for, to watching that movie, I feel like wasting the time. I, of course it is important. This I'm talking for, for me as an individual person. Of course this, movie done really good things for Tibet and you know first, first when I went to the signing for this the casting director said this is very good for Tibet course and I said okay let's go <laughs> so so basically for me of course it is a beneficial and everything but for me as an individual person to sit down and watch this movie I have no patience for this one Somehow I know it's not true, and, and somehow it just doesn't make sense for me to watch that one. I think for some person who say, oh, it was a so good movie, like that's surprising for me. <laughs> no, it, that's my own. So, so meditation of emptiness is something like that. You know, it's, there's so much edited that we have went through, and we're trying to buy that and trying to kind of cut and believing into it. So, so meditation and uh, so, so meditation concept of a meditation basically is basically what you, when you're doing meditation basically why mind is chaos because you are just buying the what is edited what how the story was told you know <laughs> you bought the story 
So meditation is basically you are trying to go behind the scene. <laughs> this, I like this, this kind of behind the scene, what's happening. It's behind the scene of your awareness. You know, meditation is basically you're trying to go, hey, it's not trying to, trying to fight with the story. There's no point of fighting with the story. You, you're not, not, not trying to argue with the story. There's no point of doing that. It's basically meditation, meditation, purpose meditation. You're just trying to go behind the scene. You just watch the. You just watch the how it made it. <laughs> That's the really the. So, because we just bothered the edited version of the story, so we got chaos. Okay. So, so basically, when you say meditation, meditation, it is not just relaxing and just to kind of get get out kind of from the our thoughts, get out from the movie theater. It's not about that. <laughs> The samsaric movie theater is all the time. There's a, everything's a blockbuster. <laughs> it is a, it is a, it is a big budget movie all the time. <laughs> its promotion happens nonstop. <laughs> Marketing is a promotion, and and we are part of the promotion <laughs> in samsara, buying that whole thing. So meditation, meditation, purpose of meditation, basically simple as. A, you know, just basically, <clears throat> uh, you know, kind of any thoughts, any feelings arise, you know, really trying to go behind of that. They're trying, to, they're trying to see what's behind that. You know, observing the observer, mindfulness of a mind. You know, that's basically, you know, meditative purpose. Why are we doing meditation? It's basically that mindfulness of a mind, introspection. You know, just trying to go behind the scene, you know, basically. When you go behind the scene, then you know who, who's the producer. <laughs> Number one is ego is a producer. <laughs> All the corrupt, corrupt departments will be there. <laughs> the ego, the attachment, the anger, the, all the all the common departments are. So so anyway, uh, so so I think. Uh, so it is so much meditation is basic. It's not kind of taking a break. It is uh, trying to look behind the scene, behind the scene of mind. So mindfulness. So basically, this is a uh, this. We need to find way to get interest into looking behind the scene because the the front of scene is very entertaining. <laughs> the edited versions are really entertaining. It's really good. They are really good at it. They know how to tell the story. But the we as an individual person, meditator, and I was like, like okay, this is this is like how to go. It's very attempting to very attempting to listening for the story. The edited version was very attempting, but here the how we kind of go behind. So this is the challenge. I think you know, like okay, you know, you know. Sometimes you say like, why not? I just want to listen the story. <laughs> Okay, so, so like for example, in the, in the, you know, basically, in in, in some of the Mahamudra meditation, Mahamudra meditation, uh, So, like in a, in a secular meditation, this 
you know, scanning your body, scanning. We use this terminology, scanning. Okay, and uh, in the usual meditation literature text, there's no such a word, scanning. So, is a scanning the word kind of give you a kind of like an image that mind is, you know, just kind of like a scanning. Scanning doesn't does any editing. It's just kind of like whatever there is, just kind of scan. It's just taking picture. It's just kind of scanning. So, the word scanning, I think, uh, I think is okay. And, uh, you know, we, in a secular meditation, we say scanning your body. And can we take this, this kind of metaphor to scanning my anger, uh, scanning my, you know, craving and attachment? Can we take that more further? And how are we going to, how are we going to scan? How are we going to scan that? It's a, you know, so one area is a... <clears throat> so in the Mahmudra meditation, it's, it's a basically where it's scanning, is basically, it's just kind of like a, it have a little bit that kind of things, you know, like this thought is not this, not that, not this, you know, like, there's a, some kind of a giving kind of feedback and perspective and trying to get kind of like, a, this thought seems like a very big deal, but it looks like really there's no way to kind of pinpoint and saying this is this thought. So wave scanning is just kind of like, it's not so much like an external things kind of scanning, it's just kind of like a detective process way of scanning, okay, in any kind of thought. You know, so you go kind of like, what is this thought? Is this, is this, it's kind of like a constantly kind of like a detective process way of scanning. I'll say that, okay? So that's one way to look at, looking into the, when the anger arises, and it is so solid, it is so concrete, and you go through a kind of scanning process, deductive scanning process. It's so like this, not that, not that, not that, not that. So like really trying to <clears throat> weakening. It, it's weakening naturally when you go through a de deductive process of a scanning that your anger or your reaction, and just kind of weakening such your mind, that kind of like. So that is one, one way of a scanning. And another way of a scanning is like basically you're scanning the process, I would say process. What that means is like where it's coming from, how it is, where it's going to go, where it's going to go. And like you are not trying, your, so those meditations are basically method to, you are not going to stay into the center of the tornado. You know, anger is like a tornado and you're not, if you stay in the center of the tornado, wherever, yeah, you get like a, in Washington, Michigan, you get all the time get really. So the the meditation is basically trying to <clears throat> weakening that strength of emotion, or you are not getting into the cord that. So you basically your awareness, you're looking into the process, way, the scanning process, your ways coming from, ways going, and you know that kind of like things. Okay. So so usual method is uh, something like that. Even the Mahamudra meditation, but even the Madhimika meditation, it also gives you a look to the nature, look to the cause, look to the impact. What is the nature of that? Observing the na nature, observing the cause, observing the result. Um, so, <clears throat> so that's I, I think uh, uh, is a meditation. So basically, meditation have a something that. This is, these are the kind of like the method for how to look behind the scene, you know, like how it, how it kind of created, how it kind of processing, where it's going to go. So this is a, this kind of like a, 
awareness which is really helpful to go behind the scene of all these afflictions. So, uh, <clears throat> then I think now the question comes, what I'm doing here? <laughs> Why I'm here? Uh, what is my purpose? What is my purpose for this month? You know, so like we have this, uh, you know, lack of inspiration. Okay, so again, uh, so here, <clears throat> uh, I think, you know, usually when you're looking for your purpose, I think generally speaking, yeah, of course, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. I think it's really wonderful. But, but I think it also kind of like a little bit sign of a losing purpose. <laughs> okay. So this is a mixed message. Okay, there's this a mixed message. Also, it is a sign of a losing purpose. Oh, it is also one way is a good is a searching for the purpose. What is my purpose? Okay, so here, uh, so <clears throat> and uh, <clears throat> and uh, usually. <laughs> usually, I want to go somewhere to do a retreat. There's no human being. <laughs> There's no human being. <laughs> so again, we need to study that kind of thing. Like the minute you see, you, you are kind of, okay, this will be my purpose. Now you have to, you have to, lots of things to learn now here. Lots of things to learn about inspiration. When you say, I want to, I want to do a long retreat where there's no human being. <laughs> so it only give you why you are you are missing you are missing inspiration. Who really destroyed your inspiration? It's already already it gave to you already. I want to go where there's no human being. But then there's a like no, I want to have a somewhere go somewhere, but there's a human being, but not bothering enough. But <laughs> like all this, <laughs> all the things. So any. Proposal that comes purpose of our life is the way to learn our inspiration. I think it is a, it's not so much what it's selling, and we have to look at like way it's selling my purpose. I think this here's I think the real thing what we have to learn it is a, why different proposal it is a proposing the purpose of life and. Uh, by not so much pay attention for the proposal will you know by pay attention for the proposal will not necessarily solve bring the, our purpose of life i think there's a something like <clears throat> a renovation renovating <laughs> we need to look at for the renov renovating our inspiration somebody came and knocked down our <laughs> inspiration so we have to look at to the which kind of renovation need to be done? It shows through the different proposals. You can see the which way to renovate. <laughs> the window or the roof? <laughs> so which, which one we have to renovate, it will show through the different proposals that when you're looking for purpose of life. Okay. 
So if we're trying to go by the proposal of the purpose of life for that, we are just changing the location. We're just changing the location. And we're just changing the location, but plus we bring the, all, the, all the things which we're going to, again, destroy the inspiration. You know, you know so therefore, <clears throat> so, uh, so, so basically, when you're looking for the purpose of life, we, we have uh, this habit, the, you know, this, in the West you think, the other side is more green. Mm -hmm. And the other side is more green. The other side is more green. <laughs> So purpose of life is making our own backyard more green. <laughs> not, not trying to pay attention for the, our neighbor's backyards more green. So, so again, the proposal is saying like, hey, that, that garden is much better. <laughs> the proposal all the time happens somehow. Uh, so this is really, you know, like it's related with the inspiration, related with how we, how we develop with the inspiration. Uh, way we're developing the inspiration is fixing our own garden. It's not about, a, not about kind of like a, fixing our garden and appreciating our neighbor's garden. <laughs> not trying to go and walk in the neighbor's garden, but you appreciate the neighbor's garden and fixing our own garden is the... Is the, is the inspiration. <clears throat> but it is a way to fixing our own garden is all these proposals. You know, the proposal will tell you the landscape, how to landscape our own inspiration. Okay? This proposal will tell us way to landscape our inspiration. So that's, I think, uh, you know, this happens for myself also, like, oh, I'm, uh, oh, it's like too heavy. Uh, why not go to India and do something? <laughs> yeah, I know exactly, you know, I know the exactly the proposals. I know the exactly the proposal. <laughs> I know the proposal. I know the brochure, what kind of brochure is going to bring me. <laughs> Cruise ship, this, that, that. Okay, if you, if you buy the proposal, pretty much we're going to bankrupt about the inspiration. I mean, bankrupt the inspiration. So, 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 uh, so I, I, yeah, of course, it is not easy. And of course, it's not easy to fix our own backyard. <laughs> Too many bushes, uh, to landscape, how to landscape that? <laughs> like this, uh, no, it is, a, it is a not easy. So, so inspiration, Simplicity will be the way we start. Simplicity. Simplicity. I think the simplicity is the kind of like the source of a way you kind of like awakening the inspiration. Inspiration. How we develop the simplicity. Simplicity is not about now you're kind of like a packing up, but it's a nature, internal nature. There's somehow. You know, this, you know, not constantly battle with our hopes and fears. I think that basically that's in the same. So, so inspiration need to come through natural. It is, we cannot kind of like a, uh, we cannot kind of like a re relocate it, somebody's inspiration. We cannot download inspiration. <laughs> Somebody cannot send into the, PDF file, inspiration, <laughs> and we can download. <laughs> so, so anyway, inspiration is, uh, I think uh, it is a uh, one thing, uh, 
So basically, my point is, way to understand the inspiration is not so much about the proposal. We get distraction. The proposal is a distraction. And, you know, proposal naturally happens, but that is a, if you go after that, that is a distraction. So real the inspiration is a really trying to, <clears throat> learning the proposal. Maybe when you just study the proposal, not necessarily immediately follow this. <laughs> Following the proposal can be create chaos. <laughs> Friend of mine, and uh, I will do this, I will do that. This all proposal happens and goes to Asia. And then once get Asia, then have all the proposal what she can do in Europe. <laughs> then goes to Europe. <laughs> then once you get to Europe, then you have a proposal about what you can do in Asia. So like a, like a ping pong kind of like, kind of like that. And you know, like basically, <clears throat> basically losing the productiveness of our life in a basically productive so inspiration in a natural basically basically I think I think we need to appreciate our life we, we are not able to appreciate our life because we feel you know we doesn't see the productiveness and Again, same thing, how we, productiveness, again, we go with a proposal, again. We have to understand the productiveness. We need to understand this. We see, way we define productiveness is based on a proposal. Okay. <clears throat> now, one of my friends, she she's none none right now, but before she you know like okay, she did all the everything and she got you know in a position high position all that thing and then she's like okay now I should be happy what happened for me, I I don't feel like productive I should feel I should feel productive I should feel like appreciate myself but now I have everything I have, what's going on here you know this is all our we are following the proposal. And we are so much pay attention to the proposal. And, and the proposal is not necessarily absolutely negative, but that's not the core way you can develop the, develop the purpose or inspiration. Yeah, these can, proposal can help. It's not, I mean, it sounds like a throughout all proposal, and that's not exactly right. <laughs> we should, you know, but the, somehow we get distracted 100% for the proposal. Okay, so, you know, then, you know, she was in, in whole position, she's supposed to be a happiest person according to the society. <laughs> she had to be the, the most productive person according to society. She, she should be the, the most effective. You know, there's something, there's like, yeah, again, there is a, there is a hole, there is a hole, there is a hole that, uh, you know, so basically, I think, and fundamentally, there is a, not get distracted with the proposal, not necessarily ignoring the proposal, learning through the proposal, but then really trying to get the nurture within our own self, you know, kind of in a natural way, natural, natural process of natural. Why you have to be so chaos? Natural. <laughs> Why cannot be natural? So natural is really, uh, I think this is, a, you know, you know, in a Buddhist meditation, they say meditate in the nature of the mind. 
nature of the mind or nature of the mind or nature of yourself or reality of the so you know different all these Buddha's teachings you know hey we are getting out out of touch with the natural and reality and this is the teaching is a constantly so okay <clears throat> so 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 basically <clears throat> So we need to learn how to how to not get distracted with those things. Then one thing also we should uh, uh, pay it, you know, like something that when it comes to the practice of meditation, you know, usually I feel, you know, how to say this one? Either we go like very advanced meditation, or we are very there's no middle class. <laughs> either very rich or either very poor. There's no middle class. You know, so our meditation, either like so much just staying with a very simple, like a breath. Breath meditation is important, you know, pay attention to your breath. But somehow we become all the meditations about just to pay attention for the breath. Or it becomes like so complicated, advanced, and like uh, there's no middle class. There's no middle class. In our, you know, if there's no middle class, pretty much you know is uh, that things things fall apart. Things will not going. There's no peace in any kind of. So we have to find our middle class in our own meditation. Where is the middle class? Where is the really sustains everything? Where is really sustains my meditation? These two things very you know, colorful and you know, kind of easy things, they won't sustain the whole thing. It's not sustainability. Where is the middle class? <laughs> the middle class. I, I don't know, today is a very strange etymology is happening. <laughs> so, so we have to find, we have to some way to have a more middle class meditation. <laughs> more, more work, uh, working class or middle class? What do you say? Middle class. middle class and work. And me, <laughs> both works. Okay. Anyway, middle class meditation. What is that? <laughs> Otherwise, won't the country of a meditation won't survive? <laughs> or either there will be dictator <laughs> or socialist or whatever. Okay. So, so. <laughs> Uh, so, so, so we need to kind of look at it into the way, ways that, 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 that the middle ground that we need to reach and kind of like sustain, sustain that meditation. <clears throat>